0: That's us let off the leash, Craig. Hello, hello, hello everyone watching. Welcome to the Scottish Rugby Podcast. We are slightly early tonight uh, due to some other sporting stuff happening. It might surprise you to know that we also, we're not just rugby fans, it, it, it might surprise some folks to know this, but we we also like other things that Scotland play. And so we are, uh, we're moving the podcast slightly earlier tonight to accommodate Scotland's football endeavours against Ukraine tonight. Um, joining me tonight on the podcast, Craig. Welcome, Craig.
1: Hello, all. How are we doing?
0: I think I think everyone is doing grand on this fine Wednesday night, Thursday. If you're listening to this on the podcast, if you're listening to it any later than that, where have you been? Come back and join us. Get there <laughs> earlier. Come on, uh, like just get it downloaded. Um, after our antics on uh, was it only fans or on the oh no it was on the actual podcast last weekend uh, last week wasn't it, Craig that had um, some of our fans laughing?
1: Yeah, yeah, we had uh, we we did a um, a Patreon only special last week and uh, it was uh, um, yeah we've kind of been uh, you and I have been busy um, on that on uh, upsetting people then and then. We've, <laughs> We've been on the, uh, the the scrum of the earth uh, earlier on this week and we'll upset we'll probably have upset a few people at that point as well. So yeah, we try our best. Do you know that's the thing, like see
0: if you're good at something, keep doing it. And I think like we are we are clearly we have a talent for upsetting people, Craig. So I think we <laughs> we we are here. Hopefully we're not upset anyone tonight. So anyone that's joining us tonight, drop us a wee message, say hello, uh we'll give you a wee shout out. Um Craig's rightly mentioned the Patreon, uh, which was the, the kind of exclusive pod last week. Um, if you if you so endeavour, you can go to patreon.com slash scottishrugbypodcast uh, pay your £3 a month to get exclusive content, including last week's episode. Um, you also get lots of sweary words, because you get our hands in the rock section, which if anyone's a long-term follower of the pod, they'll know is a, a long-standing feature, but I can assure you it's worth every penny of your £3 a month because there is some ridiculously hot takes get uh, get aired in there. So, you know, get over to patreon.com slash scottishrugbypodcast and get yourself signed up. £3 a month. If you're feeling incredibly generous and you want to support the podcast, you can pay three uh, £5 a month. You can get yourself into the upper tier and get your name shouted out on the podcast. But uh, yeah, uh, other than that, Three pounds a month, gets you into the Richie Vernon Thunderdome. Which, I mean, who wouldn't want to be in the Richie Vernon Thunderdome?
1: No, well, you know, it's it's one of those things. I ended up, I I was in the Richie Vernon Thunderdome, and now I'm actually part of the VIP. So I've got, uh, I I uh, uh, I'll have to have a word with Cami actually because I pay my fiver. And uh, have uh, you not uh, had a shout the- out? So I, I don't know if I remember getting my shout out or not. So right, well, okay. wait a
0: second. Let's stop a second, right? So uh, so I just want to do a big shout out to the members of the Doogie Donnelly VIP Lounge, uh, including Craig Manson, who has paid his £5 a month and is now a member of that exclusive, exclusive club. Uh, so <laughs> thank you, Craig, for your support of the podcast. And I hope you're with us for a long time to come. Oh look, there's Craig.
1: <laughs> awesome, you can't get rid of me now.
0: <laughs> exactly, that's it. Yeah, you paid your money, so here you are. You're stuck. <laughs> but no, uh, anyway, that you want to support the uh, the the blog, the pod. So obviously, the Scottish Rugby Podcast is affiliated with the Scottish Rugby Blog. Please get over there as well and check out some of the articles that that get written over there. There's some some really really good stuff pops up. Uh, there has, it hasn't been that active recently, but like there's a lot of writing takes place on there, particularly during the season, so please head over, check out some articles, and uh, you might even find that you quite enjoy some of the writing. You've, you've written a bit, Craig, haven't you?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um I think uh, as you were going to say, there's a lot of really good writing in, and then there's the odd cut article from me as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very self-deprecating nonsense. Like despite our uh differences of opinion quite often with regards to um Blair Kinghorn at ten, um I I really enjoyed your writing. So um it's that—that uh, is not true. And if you Google John Anderson Rugby, you will get me on Scottish Rugby Blog as your first hit. So just—just just as an aside, amazing, <laughs> amazing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So right. On with the programme. Uh hello. We'll just give actually we're gonna have a quiet one tonight. So hello Ryan Cabain. Welcome to the show, mate. I know you very well. You are one of one of my, my friends from a long time ago. Uh great to see you here. He Ryan is a uh, Ryan is a Patreon subscriber and gave us a wee bit of feedback last time out, Craig, on our only fans to say it was absolutely brilliant. So he loved uh loved our episode. He checks out quite a lot of our content as well, which is great. So welcome, Ryan. Great to have you along. Um, we, we, we tonight, we've got a couple of things on the agenda tonight. We're going to keep this one short and sweet for the football, but we are, uh, we are, we are talking quarterfinals. It is getting to knockout rugby time. It is crunch time in the URC JZ Championship. Um, Glasgow and Edinburgh inexplicably have qualified for the quarterfinals. Um, I say inexplicably. I may be meaning the Glasgow side of that, Craig, but uh, we'll come to that in a sec.
1: Yeah, we'll come to that after the news, I guess, um, and uh, we'll have a discussion about um, many things about Glasgow and Edinburgh, I'm sure.
0: Yeah. Well, yes. Well, shall Shall we touch on the news just now? Now, I often struggle with the news because there's often news comes out of the, the, the big house that apparently does not make my ears. Apparently, I ignore it. So, Craig... Is there any interesting news come from Edinburgh this week?
1: Well, there's interesting news come from uh, HQ, there's also interesting news come from Edinburgh, there's an interesting signing, and there's also a rumoured signing for Glasgow that has been doing the rounds as well, which is quite interesting to talk Why, about. why
0: don't we start with your, your confirmed signing, so you've you, you've signed, um, well, I'll leave it to you buddy, you can bring this. No, it's
1: no bother, We're, um, uh, we've signed Wes Goosen from um, uh, from the Hurricanes, so uh uh quite a quite a signing i think it's uh, going to be really interesting um and uh he seems to be he's a he's a full back wing um or they've been playing him a full back wing but he's also known as a center as well so that's an interesting some some really good clips of him on uh, that have been shared around on social media and um obviously we're losing moyano um after a very short stay at the capital so um i'm sure he'll be coming into Help um, fill up the space um, that Moana leaves. So yeah, really interesting signing. It's one of those ones. It's a. It's almost a Glasgow Warriors signing of of bringing someone across some Super Rugby. So
0: it reminds me a lot of Sean Maitland actually when he came over. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, obviously, coast uh, is slightly older than Sean Maitland. Yeah. And we don't believe Scott's qualified.
1: No, no. This is a, this is purely. Um, I think he's looking for a bit of adventure, <laughs> which he's going to which, find which, in Edinburgh, which he certainly will find in
0: Edinburgh. <laughs> yep, yep. I, we, we we can both agree on that, Craig. Um,
1: but also, also, he said uh, he's, in his interviews that he's he's really attracted by the style of play that Edinburgh have started to play like, and uh, and he's 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 looking forward to the challenge. So, yeah, really interesting signing. Him. I'm quite quite nervous and nervously excited about it.
0: I remember when. We used to hear hear those things about Glasgow. I remember when players used to say, "I'm really excited to join Glasgow because of the style of play they play." Um, yeah, you, you know what? It's a it's a massive massive statement for the way for the way that Mike Blair has had Edinburgh playing this year. Cracking player, uh, you know, sixty just looking sixty five appearances for the for the Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's you know he's he's been there or thereabouts for. For a long, long time, and you know, I think I think he's a very, very classy operator. And ultimately, I didn't know Moiano was going. Actually, where is he off to?
1: Uh, nobody knows at this point in time. That's um, surprising. It's a, it's a, yeah, the, it was it was announced. Um, was it? We, we, we had obviously uh, a, a series of people um, leaving, yeah. um, and he was, he was announced on the list, and it was kind of snuck in just. To, uh, uh, almost a, a, a last minute kind of oh there's they put up pictures of all the players. Yeah. Um and it's just like oh, there's Ben Tulas going, yeah, there's Jimmy Johnson's retirement. And, hang on a minute, that's Moyano.
0: Where the hell is yeah. he put in? has been absolutely dynamite for you this year. He as has well. been a well, great that's player for really so, us. Um, I would su- I would suggest if there's been no announcement on where he's going, that would suggest France
1: because yeah, there tends
0: to, be, tends to be rules in this in France, which uh, you have to rule. Yeah. But anyway, I think um, that, that's a huge loss for Edinburgh, actually. And I, 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 I genuinely, that's news to me tonight. So I'm very surprised at that. And I thought, I thought I thought he's done really well for years this year. Him and really in particular have been massive standouts. Uh, but we comment in from uh, Sam here. Do you think Goosen, and Graham and Hoyland seem like very similar players? Uh, yes, but also I would say that Goosen and Graham are significantly better players than Hoyland. So Well,
1: you know, I th- I think I think you, 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 I think you would probably class Goosen and, 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 and um Darcy together. But Damien Hoyland is slight he, he's he's an in a similar um vein than Darcy, a very, very you know, diminu- diminutive but also very very strong, um, got a good turn of pace. Um, and also he is the, the uh, medical tape manufacturer's best friend because he does seem to use a lot of it. So, um, But I think I think Hoyland, Hoyland, unfortunately, has, you know, to come to his, to his aid when you're, when you're talking about him not being similar to Darcy, he's, he has been injured. He's been very unlucky with injuries over time. Um, and actually, I think he probably, A, would have far more caps for Edinburgh. Um uh, if he if he hadn't gone on with had the problems with injuries and also I think he'd have a few a few casts for Scotland as well. I,
0: so. I totally agree. I always really like the cut of uh, Damon Hoyland's jib when he's when he's playing. I think I think he's a very honest player. Uh, yeah, he yeah. does what he does really, really well. Yeah. And uh, whisper it, he's the sort of player that if Glasgow signed him, I'd be really pleased about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's he's an honest, hard working boy who's gonna just really put himself out there. Uh, so yeah, I mean I think Goosen a it's a bit of a statement signing for you and I really hope he goes well. Glasgow have not necessarily had the best um outcomes from signing New Zealand um well, New Zealand players in general. Um I would probably say Sean Maitland and Callum Gibbons are probably two of the only ones who've really stood out. From yeah. our side, so I uh, think, but you guys have obviously you've got a pedigree in this as well, right back to Todd Blackadder. So, um, I think you should probably be okay. Uh, very good signing. Uh, interesting to see as well that the, the SRU checkbook has still very much got some pages left in it. Uh, um, and I think we might come to that in a second, young man. <laughs> Certainly,
1: we might be talking about that as well. We might be talking about that as well. Yeah, yeah so
0: a, a, any other news for the capital? What's going on um,
1: for the capital? Um, I think uh, the only there's a couple of wee bits of news about um, Claire Krukshank. Um She's uh, been signed up to uh, be part of the Scotland women coaching squad. Fab. Um, Claire, who is. Uh, um, I think she's got five or six caps for Scotland. Um, has been has been incredibly um, uh, uh, what's the word? She uh, incredibly knowledgeable coach. She's been she start she's worked through Edinburgh Uni, made Edinburgh Uni the the the, the, um, the squad that it is. Um, and then she um, she's been you know she's been involved with I think japan as well um japan's women as well and now she's she's back to scotland so it's really good to hear that uh claire's coming back over and she's been involved with scotland women and also just to lead on from that um there's uh, been announced an announcement that they are up that um the sru are launching a new um they're basically turning the or or amending the women's uh national game within um within Scotland all of the club teams and um, they're changing the leagues around a little bit so it's going to be an interesting um over the next few weeks we're going to see more and more information coming out about um because the, of the influx of women's rugby and more and more teams are, are coming along um uh, they're changing the, the, the setup of the of the leagues and um they're splitting up national 1 eventually in the next 2 years they're going to take national 1 into um a regional um, a regional style um, league as well, so it's going to be exciting times. Lots and lots of uh new women's teams coming out, and uh, lots more. More um, hopefully, that will start increasing the player pool for um Scotland international women as well. So,
0: yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it's clear like we've talked about this on the podcast before, Craig, that women's rugby is clearly on the up, and women's teams are. Popping up everywhere, and that that in itself is an amazing statement of intent. But it now has to be backed by hard, hard bucks. Yeah. To really like, you know, there's been plenty of situations where sports have almost like can I come out of nowhere? And you know, rug- rugby has done that in a lot of ways. In that, like Scottish ru- Scottish women's rugby. The guys who've been representing it and, you know, guys like yourself who've been really emphasising it at club level have done an amazing job. But you've done it in spite of the challenges that you're facing. And now it's about really investing, really delivering that hard money that's going to actually make that. It shouldn't even be a question that this is a sport. In, in scotland it shouldn't be a question but it still is and ultimately that's down to the governing body to put their hand in their pocket which they clearly have money in their pocket let's be honest because they're finding plenty of money elsewhere so they need to put their hand hand in the pocket and make sure that women's rugby is appropriately funded as we've said so many times
1: yeah
0: absolutely um absolutely. but you know that that like we're 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 basically like shouting in the wind, really. With this, we're we're continuing to do so, but we will continue to do so because it's so important to the growth of the game.
1: Very much so, very much so. So we're going to really look forward to. Um, well, I'm looking forward to seeing the new structure and uh, seeing how it's going to operate over the next season. it
0: would be really interesting to see what they've come up with. Um, so shall we shall we take the cancelled Scotrail service to Glasgow Central and head over our way?
1: Aye, absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought you might want to. Yeah, yeah. So you guys are having fun over your side. You're signing all blacks, you know? But what ifs? Uh, <laughs> right, so.
1: But you're signing one of the most beautiful men in rugby.
0: Yeah, so the rumor Hasn't Roo-R- been confirmed yet, yeah. It hasn't been confirmed yet because I think they're probably waiting for the fans' absolute ire to die off. (laughs) 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 So uh, Glasgow, according to uh, Rob Palmer in The Times, uh, Glasgow will be signing Alan Dell, Scottish international prop, British and Irish lion, no less. Alan Dell, most beautiful man in world rugby, trademark. Um, Glasgow are not short of a loose head they probably could use a development loose head because they've let Tom Lambert go, who mm. had looked very good, then got injured, and then Danny Wilson inexplicably said, do you know what, mate? Nah. Which suggests maybe his injury was worse than maybe previously recounted. So it does look like Alan Allendale's going to join us as, wait for this, fourth choice loose head.
1: I think I think it's I think he may be well again. This is absolutely not only conjecture. Yep. Um We 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 we, we you know, I've not seen any confirmation, but we can deal
0: in conjecture. It's all good.
1: One of the biggest, probably one of the the, the, the biggest reasons for signing him is is um, he has been doing a co- he's he's done a lot of coaching roles while he's been within teams as well. So I think it, it, you know obviously the, I think. I don't know if Al Dickinson's still with Glasgow. Yeah, still, he, he,
0: he's he's one of the only coaches who survived the Glasgow experience, right? Um, so yeah, so, he's still yeah,
1: uh, so that you know, he'll be coming up to help, I would have thought, as well as um, as provide backup. Um, it's, it
0: seems bold though, age 28, <clears throat> he's, he's not he's not old for a prop at all, Craig. He really is, and, and I mean, he looks it, he's beautiful, but oh, yeah. Like, Age, age 28, like, to be thinking about potential coaching at age 28 is, you know, the, guy, the guy's an, a British and Irish lion. He should be really pushing on in his career.
1: Well, you know, maybe this is the push he needs and uh, maybe he's, he isn't going to be fourth choice. Maybe he comes in as, as first choice. You never know. Has
0: he watched Glasgow and has he realised, like, I uh, yeah, I, I take your point, right? I think there's 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 an argument here about, like, people are saying he's coming in as fourth choice. And I, I, I say that kind of whimsically. Like, I don't necessarily think he is. I think he has a lot of pedigrees. Obviously, a Scottish international. I think he'll quickly, quickly go through the ranks. And he'll he'll quickly usurp quite a few. Do you know what? I think he's a better player than Jamie Batty. I'm just calling that. I think Jamie Batty flatters to deceive, whereas I think, Alan Dale, you get a consistency from him. Yes, the guy can't scrimmage for Toffee, but... Well, you know,
1: I I understand your your points, but I actually think he is, he, he, he has been a fairly decent scrimmager, and right. okay, fair, <laughs> I was about to say, you don't get an Alliance, an Alliance scored for being a bad scrimmager, but then again, he, he was one of the geographical four or five the, that, the, uh, It was the Geo
0: 6 yeah and yeah. actually, I would refer you back to Marco Funapola just as an aside, bro um, you know, like, if you're talking about bad scrimmagers who've toured with the Lions you know, yeah, the guy is a What you else. have
1: to also remember is that Alan Dell has 100% scrum success in the Lions as well. This is
0: also true, yes. <laughs>
1: so, uh... <laughs> anyway,
0: um, Alan Dale is coming to, apparently coming to Scottsdale, a Scottsdale near you. So, you know, I think Danny Wilson was quoted in the press in his infamous interview where he reminded everyone I've got a year in my contract left, boys, so don't be getting any ideas which I'm sure his lawyer told him to say, um, he said that there was two really exciting signings for Glasgow still to come. Now, I'm really hoping that fourth choice, Dell is not one of those two. Because, but, come on. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just simply saying, that's not an exciting signing.
1: Well, you know that uh, you know it is well rumored that uh, along with Alan Dell, he's he's bringing DTH Van der Merwe back over as well. And, uh, <laughs> and you're gonna—it seems to be a reunion of all the all the all the Haiti players, apart from well, obviously Alan Dell from so Edinburgh. You know, that, an Edinburgh boy, but uh, yeah. That,
0: that, that it does bring us to something I want I want to touch on. I'm conscious of time tonight, Craig. So we'll, we'll get on to the previews and I second. but why can't Scotland produce props? Like we, we really so Edinburgh, I believe, have no Scotsborne props in the roster.
1: Um, I think they, I think they have a couple in the background um, coming. In the, to yeah,
0: like if you're in the, if you're moving to acad, academy only, academy players, yeah, yeah, yeah. Glasgow have very few as well. Mm, mm. I think it's Fagerson and Batty. Scotland don't seem to want to produce props. What is it? You're a prop Craig. Tell us what the solution is. What is the issue?
1: Um I don't know. I th- I th- I think um you know the the club game it's funny because I I I I know um I know of one off the um uh the under 20 props coming through um and I know him I've known him since he was a, uh, since he was a young uh, a young lad and they seem to be putting a lot of pressure on on the props to bulk up and they're very much pushing them to go down the route of um uh of this sort of South African model for props and 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 that you know I, I know for a fact for example one of the lads that that we have within um the under 18s uh, is starting to go down the Cali, Cali route and he's he's been chosen because of his size um and he's and he's he's going through a gym program um and 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 it's all about putting on a fair bit of um a, a fair bit of bulk so i think it seems to be that you know right now they're developing these props to be these big props coming through the big problem you have is that we've produced some fantastic props in the Years back, but we don't yeah. seem to be producing them now um so it's it's interesting i'd like I don't really know very much about it. I know that for example, you know it's quite exciting to see someone like Murphy Walker coming through um who can play both both sides both um three, yeah. and and he's doing a he's doing a great job and and maybe we're at the, we're on the cusp of producing a couple of really really good scots scots crops but right we we have had a little bit of a death. has it been that that because we're importing South African props were not getting a chance to bring the younger ones to I don't think so but there is you can level that people level that at the SIU regularly
0: people, people do level that argument and I, I totally agree with Craig I think like the the benefit for me of bringing these props in is they train every single day with these young guys mm. nobody can tell me that you know Rory Sutherland uh, even Alan Dell Guys, guys like that haven't benefited from having having to scrummage against WP in training. Mm-hmm. Nobody can tell me that because actually it's nonsense. He is, technically speaking, one of the best scrummagers I've ever seen. Yeah, he is yeah, technically proficient, right? So scrummaging against that is absolute gold for young props. And you know, you see it actually in the in eighteen seventy two. You know, when you're up against. You guys like Schumann, guys like Neil, And Fagerson's coming up against these guys The benefit to his development You know, we, we talk a lot about him as a prop Who, you know, we're like we, we want him to be kicking on We want him to be more We want him to be Scotland's first choice he Is Scotland's first choice by a long way But that's by default in almost mm. some cases To be scrimmaging against Schumann Is so important for his development because Schumann has trained with all the South African props who are the absolute pinnacle of what we're looking at in scrimmaging. There's no you know, there's no better training for Sh- for Fakerson than to be up against a guy who knows all the tricks of the trade and is gonna absolutely tear him apart, knock his long-legged nonsense into touch and say, yeah. Do you know what, mate, you need to sort your sort your SHIT here yeah. and get yourself going.
1: It's an interesting one because I, 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 you know, not to go into huge depth, and I know that we're, we're, we're just checking on time, but um, you know, one person I would have thought would be a great scrum coach is Al Dickinson because, you, you know, he was well known to be one of the one, you know, very, very good loose when he was playing.
0: Technically um, proficient.
1: Technically proficient, and so you know, that's where, where I find the the current look of the um, Glasgow, the Glasgow fight. Glasgow Park, I find it very very difficult. But also, and we're being reminded in the chat here on online, you know, we we have had Lambert, we've had Murray McCallum. Um, there's there's been a few um, a few players that have come through that haven't oh, had geez. the game time, yeah. and 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 I think maybe you're finding that there's a lot of pressure on, especially for example, Edinburgh in the Cocker's years. Um, you know there was yeah. a lot of pressure on on because they want he felt that the um, the forwards were, were the part of his gate the biggest part of his game plan so he you demanded, need to demand
0: excellence of them yeah, yeah and, yeah, it, and absolutely. It is, it's really de- and you know we've talked about this on the podcast before and we will go at the preview of the games just after this but we've talked about the the pressure on young players in professional sport to succeed yeah and guys like cocker's guys you know, guys like that in rugby who demand demand things of you and demand it in a way that's not necessarily conducive to health. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's not. I think there's a sustainability that needs to come with this as well, and I think that's really important to remember. You know, these guys, you know, Murray Murray Murphy Walker, Murray McCallum. Tom Lambert. These guys are just young kids. They're like compared to me and you, Craig. They are just babies, mm. and to be to be getting told to like Tom Lambert has just been told. You know he's leaving Glasgow. I don't know if he's leaving for a contract. Doesn't seem to be at the moment, which is very surprising because mm. he's looked a prospect. To be getting told to at age 22, 23 that your career is over, is utterly devastating and I think we've always had an issue at age grade with scrimmaging and I do just wonder if the pressure now to bulk up and stuff like that is is going to come on and it's because because of the way props are built elsewhere but ultimately I think we have to be really kind to our props and kind to guys because ultimately you know if you're here you as a young player right you're starting out in your professional kind of pathway Mm. and you're sitting there going, well, I want to be a number 10 because Finn Russell, I want to be a number 11 because of dohan. I want to be this, I want to be that. <laughs> Nobody's sitting there saying, I want to be a th- a a number a prop because of Xander Fagerson, but we, sh- we need to have these players saying that because actually without them, we've got no pathway.
1: Mm. Yeah. And it, well, it'll be interesting to see... Um, uh, uh, we've got um, we've got a few coming through, um, and it'll be interesting that you you might find that um, we've got some players coming through. Especially, for example, we've got um, Murphy Walker in the under twenties. We've got a, a young lad called Callum Norrie coming through. It'll be interesting to see. Um, we also have a a couple of young lads. As a young lad just going into the under 18s called Robert Cromer, who's a, uh, who's um, from Fife, who will be interesting to watch for as well. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how things go. And I've just I'm trying to pad pad it out a little bit because John's disappeared on me for five minutes. So uh, we'll just uh, uh, continue to look a little bit panicked and uh, chat about other things. So um, also some good news is to see that. Um, uh where are we now thanks for this john i really appreciate you disappearing on me um but uh we will uh i don't know where he's gone i don't know whether he's had a run or or he's had to run or what's going on here but Anyway, I hope you're all okay and uh, enjoying this total blank that um, he's given me. Thanks for this, John. I really appreciate you leaving me like that. That was just a poor old uh, live stream. Anyone that's listening to live streams just had me panicking for five minutes.
0: It's okay. I had to go and answer the door. The guy was very, <laughs> very insistent about the door. So apologies, boys and girls who are on the live stream. Uh, right. We have, we, have, we have 10 minutes left, Craig. Let's talk. I, I've delayed it enough. I've delayed okay. it enough. Let's talk about the weekend. We have the URC quarterfinals. Um, both the both, uh, pro teams are away from home. Edinburgh slightly more away from home. And they're off to see the Stormers. Mm. And Glasgow are uh, away to Leinster. So um, let's talk about the Stormers first. Edinburgh have, have done their South African tour. They've done relatively well over there. Mm-hmm. Where do you, I mean, do you have a chance, first of all? And do you do you fancy you to get through here?
1: Well, it's a really interesting one. Um, I think, obviously, we were at home against them the last time and we drew. Um, they had a fair amount of their Springboks weren't, inv- weren't involved when we drew against them um, uh, because it was early in the season and the Springboks were still playing. So, I, I you know, obviously, we're away from home. Uh, they'll have their, their fully loaded front row um uh, so I'll, everything's telling you in your in your head that that, that edinburgh are going to have their hands full and it's going to be a difficult one i actually think that we have an opportunity um we 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 were one of the only teams to go over to um south africa and win um yep. so we've got I, I actually think we've got a better chance than a lot of people are saying that we have. Um, and I think that it's going to be a close game. I, I expect it probably to be five points in it, something like that. Um, they play very, very similar to Edinburgh. Um, and Mike Blair has been quoted this week as saying that uh, we need to ensure that we get, um, you know, we, we we get a quick start like we did the last time, um, but also maintain the um, uh, maintain the gap if we do get a quick start. So, yeah, really interesting. Um, it's we're not having to worry about. Um, uh, Altitude, et cetera, because I think it's in Cape Town if I'm right. Yeah, yeah, Cape so, Town. Um, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so you know, it's almost going to be like I'm going to say this. It's almost like playing Edinburgh, but <laughs> let's just say, let's just say it's a little warmer. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I think it'll be interesting.
0: So yeah, a five a five point game. You're saying. Um, I think I think that's probably. You know, I, I don't disagree, with you Craig. I think I think Edinburgh have got a real opportunity to go over there. They have. They are one of the only teams that have necessarily succeeded in South Africa, and uh, you know, I think Edinburgh are best placed to get with with the legacy of the Cocker's era, having that kind of really strong pack. They have the opportunity to go over there and nullify the bomb squad, nullify the, the you know. All, 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 the physical dominance that the Stormers can bring. Mm-hmm. I think your backs are better as well, for what it's worth. Um, so you've got an opportunity, and I think if Edinburgh got ahead quite early, the crowd there there's not going to be a massive crowd, but they'll be vocal, and I reckon they'll be quite quick to get on the back of back of the Stormers, and Edinburgh might find themselves, you know, might find themselves in a the semi final.
1: Well, you know, you also have to remember that um, the first time we met them, um, we were in uh, a very, very early stages of uh, Blair Kinghorn experiment. Uh, both Moyano and um, and Buffelli were just it was the first game, if I remember correctly. Um, so you know, it was all kind of you know James Lang wasn't playing very often. Um, he still you know he wasn't playing very often at uh, at centre. So. I think it will be I think now that they're a little bit more comfortable in their skins and the, and you know in in their game plans and their uh playing together um, I think there's opportunities there there's opportunities there So uh
0: yeah what do you think of this one Dilemma Craig Dean or Lang?
1: Wow um great question um I think Chris Dean has shown himself and I I've I've been I've been um uh, heard on this pod, say a couple of times that uh, you know if it was last year, I would I wouldn't be having Chris Dean anywhere near the, the the squad. I thought he was just a crash ball specialist, but actually he has got one of the most delicious passes on him. And and, and where he's found this, um, you know how he how he's he's been obviously empowered by Mike Blair, but it's um...
0: really surprised me as well. Actually, his pass reminds me a lot, and whisper it, it reminds me a lot of Pete Horn and his passing. Yeah. And yeah. Pete, Pete Horn was for me the most naturally gifted passer of a rugby ball in Scottish rugby history. Um and Christine looks like he's obviously been watching he probably wears Pete Horn pajamas, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> do I mean if is he isn't we all exactly right. I mean there's no doubt that I've got some Pete Horn pajamas back there, pal, but <laughs>
1: I've, I really, you know, he's a he's an intelligent player. He's also, you know, we forget he's he's got over a hundred caps for Edinburgh. He's been around for a long, long time with Edinburgh, so he's knowledgeable about the squad. He's well liked within the squad. Um, I, I, I plus we have to deal with um, Lang has been injured, and he's I, coming back from an injury. So, um, wow, it's a really good question because I like to I like the um, uh Kinghorn Lang. Um, is trifecta, it's a, I really, it's a
0: good access, isn't it? It's it really a good is access to work off of,
1: but to be able to, to have you know, for the first time in a long time to have me sitting here having to think about who's going to play at 12 between those two players and being excited about it that's <laughs> that is quite exciting for me, you know.
0: And I think that that's probably indicative of the growth of Edinburgh Rugby this season, um, you know, that you're debating. Who is playing your second five eighths, as the 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 Kiwis call it? But mm. um, yeah, so you're saying a five a five point either way. Let's go, let's go the other sides of the mate. Let's talk about the the other guys. Um, so Glasgow away to Leinster, <laughs> Leinster having just lost the European Cup final, and Leinster who have crushed all comers this season. And Glasgow, who have been honking on the roads for many, many months, I mean, that's a Glasgow win comfortably, Craig. Right?
1: Uh, well, as we've discussed on the, on the podcast before, maybe this is just Danny Wilson's plan, and he's going to just uh, he's going to um, scare us all with how phenomenal Glasgow are against Leinster, <laughs> and, uh, and he's been losing these games just to build up the suspense. Um, and uh, all of a sudden he's going to fire fire the team all the way to the final and win the final. You never know.
0: Anyone that has to remind you how long he has on his contract is really under pressure. And I thought the press the last couple of weeks has been really telling. Like They haven't necessarily went on the Wilson out train. Like The press have been really reticent to go there. The last few weeks they've went there, and they've went there hard. I think I think like it's it's really telling like Glasgow and you know what we don't have time tonight to talk about it but we we'll, we will be back next week to talk about season tickets at Glasgow we'll be back next week to talk about all sorts of things um I think Glasgow are in a really really bad way just now and a lot of that comes down to the management and whisper it I think Al Kellogg is a bit rubbish at being a uh, an executive. Just saying it, I think he's not very good.
1: Um, I'll I'll I'm gonna restrain myself on that one because I I um you know he's in a posi- he's not in that position. Um I don't think they've put him in that position lightly. Um I think he's on un- he's got a difficult situation where he's been um he's got financial constraints he's got he's been he's he's inherited a coach that was kind of you know it was the wrong coach within the Scotland me personally would say it was the wrong coach within the Scotland squad who left the Scotland Aye. squad because um, you had a very good chance of having Dan McFarlane and they let oh, him go I um imagine. I know um so i think i think it i think we have to be careful with 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 because i think Al Kellogg is very good on the uh, on the commercial side <laughs> it's it's an interesting one I, going back to the actual preview of the game i actually think that glasgow have beaten leinster and have beaten leinster a fairly strong leinster team it wasn't as if it was the third squad or anything like yeah. that it was a fairly decent le- decent squad so um i honestly it'll be interesting if they're under the pu- <laughs> this is where glasgow make the metal. this yeah. is where, this is this is what happens if they come under the, if they get put under the pump and they decide that, you know, it's like the game, I forget which game it was, but they got put down to 14 men and won it. Um, it was the
0: Scarlets a few years ago, yeah, when Alex Allen went off and 14 men after 19 minutes, and they just absolutely, I've, I've never seen speed quite like that. It was yeah. utterly terrifying what they were doing.
1: And they have been shown by, by uh, Lara Shell. Now, obviously, Lara Shell have a far, far bigger, Budget um, and a far bigger player pool, but they have been shown by La Rochelle, um that uh, Leinster, Len, yeah, and Leinster have the you know have the ability to be beaten. So you know, I don't want to write off Glasgow because I'm not that sort of person. But I do, I did put a message into our group earlier on saying after the after the European um, Cup final, saying, "Well, good luck Glasgow because you've now got a very very pissed off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pissed off Leinster." Leinster I, I, th- I think that's fair. Player
0: yeah i think that's fair uh so obviously i i am the glasgow fan here so i will call it i've i've been saying on other podcasts i really fear i i I don't think glasgow have got anything to offer here and i think leinster can pick their score Mm. and i think after the european cup final as well i think leinster genuinely leinster by 40 Points. I reckon they oh. could give Glasgow an absolute scalping uh, and I think 40 is if Leinster stopped playing uh, Glasgow i have got nothing to damage Leinster now um, game plan is not there they've got all the individual players that's the frustration from a Glasgow fan they've got all the individual players to hurt Leinster like man for man they can stand up to Leinster and say you know what we've we've got good players too yeah. The the actual cohesion and game plan is not there, and the leadership is sadly lacking. So I really fear for Glasgow at the weekend, but, I, but it will come as no surprise to most of you as you're watching tonight that actually, me and Craig both quite enjoy the other team as well, and we'll be supporting Scottish rugby this weekend. Um, so I'll be obviously cheering on uh, Edinburgh uh, down in Cape Town. I really, really hope you get a result, and Otherwise, I'm sure you're desperate for Leinster to get their absolute plums rattled. Well,
1: I, I honestly think um, you know it, it's Glasgow have it's it's up to Glasgow and it's up to the players of Glasgow, um, and I think it's going to be I I think it's going to be closer I think it's going to be closer to ten to fifteen points. Yeah. Um, and I think, but Glasgow have the opportunity to either be a thorn in Leinster's side this weekend or be a speed bump. Um uh, uh, yeah. and, uh, and and that's they've got to make that choice. And um, I reckon
0: yeah. I reckon the fifty miles that divide us on the MA are the difference between what part you see Glasgow playing in this, I reckon that that obviously speed bumps are a very good description and I think you know you've obviously got your glass half full hat on here, so yeah, let's see how Glasgow do, but um, yeah, fingers crossed for both teams. We are we are doing a shortened pod tonight, so we are just over the 45-minute uh, window. We're just putting it out to everyone this week because uh, Scottish football is taking precedence tonight. Yes, I know that will shock everyone. Don't shout at us, don't send angry letters. Uh, all the best to Scotland tonight against the Ukraine, and hopefully also on Sunday if things go well. Um, You know, we are we are not those type of rugby fans that are like, oh, Wendy ball, Uh, you know, sport is sport. And we are we're a proud nation. And I really, really hope we do ourselves proud tonight and on Sunday. Otherwise, we will be back next week. Uh, We'll be back for a review of what could be an interesting weekend of rugby. Um, it might be, it might also be a 10 minute review of what's going on, <laughs> depending on how we go, but um, yeah, so thank, thanks, everyone who's joined us for this shortened pod. Um, we'll try and give uh, the plan is for the Patreon guys who, who are with us. We're conscious we're not giving you as an exclusive this week, but you will get a very large exclusive quite soon, uh, in that we will be doing the season review as an exclusive for Patreons. So uh, look out for that. And uh, anyone that wants to join us, you know, it's down at the bottom there, patreon.com slash Scottish Rugby Podcast. Um, that's my sales pitch done for the night. It has been a pleasure as always, Craig. Uh, so thank you to everyone who's joined us. Good night from me and good night from the bold Craig.
1: Good night all. See you later.